Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard, and hopefully you guys are enjoying our Tuesday drop days. We are excited to be able to give you something at the beginning of your week uh, to empower you, to excite you, to give you something to think about uh, that may be a little different than... I got to do this one more day. And so today we're going to have a little fun. We're going to tell you about a little bit about what we have been up to over the course of the last year, um, specifically uh, setting some goals, uh, reaching those goals and looking at those goals, literally one post note, post-it note at a time. So um, a lot of people over COVID set some goals. So Carrie, you set an interesting goal, and I know it's something you have been talking about doing for probably 30 years. So tell me a little bit about what those goals were and what it took to get you to actually begin to implement that goal. Um, so I don't know that writing children's books has been a goal for 30 years. It's just something I used to do when I was a teacher. <laughs> um, I would just write books because I was a toddler teacher and toddlers respond better to real life images than to drawings. And I had many National Geographics at my house. <laughs> so I would cut out the pictures from the National Geographic and I would write toddler friendly text and I would make books out of them. Um, so I don't know that that was a goal, but it was a goal for us to rewrite um, the book that we use to teach our director um, training class into something that could be used just as a self-help book, not just for teaching a course. So that if somebody doesn't live in Texas or um, doesn't feel the need of a course, they could still have access to the information in our heads um, based on what is it now, 50 years between the two of us, of experience um, in early childhood and after school programs. Can you believe it's right. probably 50 years now between the two yeah, of us? Yeah, I'm doing the math. So, you know, our director <laughs> credentialing program celebrates uh, <laughs> 20 years in January of 2022. And so, so then it's probably closer to 60 years. I yeah, don't want to so do that have, now. <laughs> yeah, we have we have definitely um, we have been in the industry a long time and we have been in different aspects of what it takes to be a quality program. So there's registered family homes. There's helping people look at things from the business point of view, and there's helping teachers become better teachers. And so although we've updated the book, I, I want to make sure that I stress that this book has been updated over the course of the last 20 years. Oh, so absolutely. Because <laughs> we were on version six or seven um, of the classroom book. Yeah, but so we, we, we update the book at least every two years, um, and sometimes, it, you know, and it had some major rewrites. So in addition to, uh, you know, version 4.3, which meant that it was, although it was full version 4, um, we had done updates on it three times. So... Yeah, so we are really excited um, about making this project come into fruition, and that meant adding content that was often just part of discussions. Uh, it meant hiring editors, uh, <laughs> book formatters, book book cover designers. We won't even talk about that process because apparently people do not like orange. 
Yep. Um. Um, (laughs) But also, um, it required us to break some of the sections into... So it had been in four sections and there weren't any chapters within the sections. It was just basically four chapters. Um, And it was 200 pages long. uh, um, Printed on, you know, eight and a half by 11 paper. So it's not a short book. Uh, Um... But that version had a whole bunch of workbook elements inside of it and things like that. So when we're making the new book, we took all of the workbook elements out of the book. And Which put meant them... we had to put the content in the book. So that... <laughs> right. And then we have to create a whole workbook so that, well, we didn't have to, but we wanted to because for people who are kinetic learners um, or you know, some types of visual learners, they need something to interact with in order to solidify the information. So we created a workbook to go with the book um, so that um, you can have that workbook element that Kate and I really both like. I guess maybe we're both kinetic learners and we just didn't know it. Yeah, I think we kind of knew it. Um, So our old book was called (laughs) Step Forward and the only way you could get it was from us. And the new one is over what from overwhelmed to I got this uh, a guaranteed success route to directing a child care program and um, that's going to be coming out later this year um, we just got it back from the editor we're proof and you can get it on Amazon I'm really excited <laughs> yes and I'll be putting it up for pre or I'll try to get the pre-order set up before um, this launches but don't hold me to that um, if you want to be on the, you know, mailing list about this book, um, just send us an email at hello at Colorful Clipboard. But I'm telling you, the person who did the editing, so this is not Kate and I saying this is a good book and it's empowering as a director. Our editor was, um, or is, I mean, she's not dead or anything. <laughs> so our editor... <laughs> is a woman who not only has a background in uh, writing and editing, but also was a director for a number of years. And she's like, I can't believe this is just the best thing I've ever read on this topic. I wish I'd have had this when I was first a director or when things started going really wrong at my center. I mean, there's stuff in here about relaunching your program and branding. She was just, she said nicer things than I thought (laughs) about the book. So. Well, and also what's really nice is part of the advantage of having her as our editor is that she has actually worked for both Carrie and I in different settings, um, in addition to being somebody who's known Carrie for a very, very long time. So um, she she understands our management styles and was able to, um, for lack of a better term, take that and not make the book sound necessarily like, oh, look, this book was written by a bunch of people at different times in their career. <laughs> well... And also because she has been an editor and a writer for the last 20 years um, as either her side hustle or her main job, she just did such a good job of polishing us up <laughs> when there were things that we we had written and we thought it made perfect sense. And she's like, um, Carrie, I just want to let you know that I've done substantial edits to chapter 16. <laughs> and i'm like what the heck was in chapter 16 that she needed to do substantial edits to um so 
Um, we sound so much smarter because of the work that Deborah has done. Um, I, th- I think that that goes without saying. Um, but the whole purpose of it was to have a book that anybody can buy. That's why it's available on Amazon. It'll also be available um, by the end of the year. It'll also be available that you could go to your Barnes and Noble or your independent bookseller and ask them to order it. Don't expect that by the summer because I, I only have so many balls I can juggle. <laughs> well, the other thing that I think is really exciting that I think that we need to talk about, especially for those who are listening to this podcast, and it has been something that has taken Carrie and I, I'm not even sure we're really past it, but we do have folks, uh, when we did our first video launch of the course 10 years ago, uh, we pulled off the audio track. And so for, for over 10 years, our videos have been um, audio files that people could listen to uh, as a CD, as an MP3, whatever um, format it needed to be in. Uh, it's part of the reason why. Ah, uh, yes, the CD days. Yes. Seven <laughs> years ago. Yes. Seven years ago, we did a whole series of. Um, virtual trainings that were uh, teleseminars. Uh, we have tried to evolve over time, right? So here we are um, doing a podcast. Uh, so if you like our voice, <laughs> you're one of those people. The book will also be available as an audio book read by Carrie and I. And to me, I don't know why. Um, that's a little scary, but also great. We have an awesome um, editor for that as well. And so audio engineer. He has a fancy title. (laughs) And all of the paper and degrees to go with it. And we're excited about being able to bring this to you in a variety of formats. And so part of the reason we're actually talking about it today on the podcast, but this is not intended to be a 20 minute advertisement, but it is intended to be um, kind of an idea or to help you think through goal setting. And that sometimes life will give you an opportunity to actually implement it. And, you know, you have to find your silver linings over the course of the last year. And this is a project that Carrie and I have talked about for at least four years. And because of the pandemic, Carrie was given an opportunity to actually, for lack of a better term, take the bull by the horn and make it happen. And I joked, but it's so true when I say one post-it note at a time. Because everybody has their organizational style and uh, Carrie and I, we, we, there is a tangible piece to us. We like paper, uh, post-it, post-it notes, notes and index cards, the entire book. The, so the book, the other book that Kate and I wrote that does not have a good name. So we're going to need your help with that, um, was written entirely on post-it notes, but <laughs> the, um, director book from overwhelmed to, I got this was entirely outlined on index cards that I used highlighter for to decide which of the four sections that chapter went into. So when you're brainstorming, use the tools that make sense for you. If you're a whiteboard person, do it on a whiteboard and take a picture with your phone. Yeah, and, and don't and, and don't be afraid to ask people for the tools that you need. Um, I, I have worked in environments and currently I have an environment that I work at that when I asked for a dry erase board, they kind of looked at me. They're like, oh, you, they're, you're one of those people. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, We're like, kinetic. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's funny because, you know, everybody's got these really teeny tiny cute 
laptops and computers and, and I just I come in with my very big chunky laptop but my laptop's faster than everybody else's because my son has upgraded it right so it is upgraded it's got anyway it's very fast very quick and my fingers fit on the keyboard <laughs> yeah so. well I mean so you have to have the tools you need but I also wanted to use this episode to say if you've ever thought about writing a children's book or writing a book for teachers or directors, I'm here to tell you you can do it. Because I have written um, two children's books on my own, one of which took me one day to write it. It took me a lot longer than that to do the formatting because I was not smart enough to hire that done. I fixed that problem. I now hire that done. (laughs) Um, But I wrote the first children's book because I was anxious waiting for the director book to come back from the editor. And I was like, I need to be doing something. So I wrote the, my first owl book in a day, found all the photographs, got permission from the photographers and put that book together in a day. And it become a, became a number one bestseller you know, not the next day, but when I um, made it public, you know, it took about a week, but it became a number one bestseller because I had a background in writing and reading books to young children. If you've read a couple thousand children's books, you kind of know what kids like. (laughs) So if you've ever wanted to do that, I'm here to tell you, you can, if you want some support, you know, email me, But there's plenty of courses out there that'll support you. That's how I got the support I needed. Um, Write books. Kate and I wrote one together. And this is the one that has a lousy name right now. Um, And right now it's called Lola and the Hurricane. And uh, we need a better name. So if you guys can help me get a better name for that book about Lola and the hurricane, I would appreciate it. Um, And so would Kate. Um, It's a book about a little girl uh, whose grandma is packing everything up because they're going to evacuate because of a hurricane. Hurricane. Um, And uh, she wants to know what it's all about and what does she have to do? And she ends up packing up her pets and packing up her favorite books and all of those things. So um, I'll even send you, you know, our outline or, you know, our book uh, in its current state, which is sketches of the drawings because the illustrator is not done and the text. If you think you might be able to come up with a really good title for us, I'd be happy to let you see all of it. Kate, are are you okay with that? Otherwise, Carrie's going to name it something like the hurricane book, which, um, you know, I don't think my first hurricane book uh, needs to be part of her. her No, I don't think my first hurricane book is going to go there. Um, No, and it's definitely not designed for toddlers, but it is designed for young children. Yeah, like um, three to eight. And we had so much fun doing it. And one of the things we do with each of the books is, right, we talked about how there's the workbook for the director book. Um, For the owl book, there's an activity book that you can get free. You just, you know, you buy the book and then there's a link and you go and you get the owl activity book. For the shark book, there's a coloring book for what we're currently calling the hurricane book. (laughs) The the add-on is actually uh, a book called The Wild and Free Chickens of the Caymans, um, which is about 80% done writing. 
<laughs> um, and we have the illustrator picked out. And but. it is about exactly what it sounds like. It is about the wild chickens in the Grand Cayman Islands. Um, and you never know where the idea, um, just because like if you were sitting there with friends or family and you guys are talking and some funny story comes up, remember that a lot of times those stories can and ought to be shared and you know, why not make it a book? Now I will tell you right now, Carrie and I are not giving up our day job. No. Um, as authors. <laughs> no. These, we're not expecting these to even make us enough money to have a trip to Disney World. They are fun and they give you enough money to go out, you know, out to dinner a couple times a month is pretty much the amount that I've. Well, I figured right now with the director credentialing book, I'm going to be really excited when it breaks even. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That one has cost a lot of money. But. But we're excited to be able to do it because there is, and and again, a lot of you have listened to us or listened to us regularly, and we talk about professionalism. And so how do you position yourself as a professional in this industry? And you know what? If you write books, we have had directors who have written and published books. Uh, We have directors who have produced training videos who have gone on, especially during the pandemic, who have done virtual classes for parents and for kids, digital story time. These are all things that help elevate you as a director or as a early child care professional to another level. Why? Because this is what happens in every other industry. Why do we expect just those with a PhD to be writing books on how to be a director? Well, when's the last time they were on the floor playing with that toddler? You have it in you to write the same kind of information firsthand, and you know it as well, if not better, because you're living it. And, yeah. And be proud of your profession. If you're if you're running a program that serves a specific clientele or is in a, you know, we have programs that are... Um, situated inside apartment buildings or inside colleges or uh, inside businesses or you have a great relationship with your local hospital. There are people who are dying to know how to do what you're doing. And I know it sounds scary. Don't limit yourself to just around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because again... One thing, I'm just, real quick, Carrie, because okay. I know that we both can talk on this subject for an hour, but one of the things that I want to point out, and although, because I'm really trying hard, and I, I'm still talking with directors and hear from directors and business owners that are having a hard time with the silver lining for this pandemic, and if one thing definitely came out of this, it's virtual learning and understanding that we are a global community, and that literally people from everywhere are learning from each other, and so what you know Although you might be listening to us from Texas or California or the New England area, New Hampshire, I am sure that there is somebody also in California or New Mexico or in Reno, Nevada, who wants to know what you know. And if you don't have time to travel the convention circuit, make yourself a book, make yourself some videos, make yourself some some collateral that you can share what you know and and you know let us help you 
um, you know, we're all about sharing and uh, we've got a, we've got a great little publishing house that will help you out um, that, that will at least help you with some of the basics. You know, we're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be the publishing house that gets you out and has you do a book tour. Cause again, right now, nobody's <laughs> doing book tours. Um, those are all virtual too, but yep. again, that means that they can be, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to see people again cause I really miss people, but it does mean that the idea of launching a book in Spanish from somebody who so doesn't speak Spanish um, is, that an is, true. Awesome, <laughs> is an awesome idea because now the thoughts and the stuff that we know, we can share with people in other languages. And that means that we can also share with just people across the United States and people in other, a lot of what we've done with our content also, we're going to be able to flip into other industries. And so, you know, I foresee that this book might have a couple other iterations at some point in time. Um, that, I have that, found that, a translator who can translate it into Spanish for us. There we go. So we might, it, so it'll probably end up in other languages and it'll probably touch on some other industries that have similar situations where we'll be able to kind of do a find and replace and, and take out some, some chapters of specific content. But again, we know this and we are so excited to be able to help other business owners and other directors. And we want you to be able to share your knowledge as well. Yep. So um, if you have any interest in this, or like I said, if you have other people in your world who do, I'm telling you, you can do this. It's not a big deal. Um, and we would love to help you if we can. So go look up Carrie Casey, author on Amazon, and you'll find her first two, first three. I think she's got three books up there right now. She got two children's book and a, and a, a training book, uh, which is great. And um, there will be some other books uh, under Carrie coming soon. And we are really excited to see how many Carrie can get done by the end of the year. I think she's going for one a month. Yeah, my goal is to get 12. The one I'm working on right now and might be live by the time you guys hear this episode is my first Pocket Pals, a children's rhyming, a young children's rhyming book of marsupials. Um... So I don't know what I'm going to do after marsupials. So if there's another animal that you guys think I should tackle um, or an order you want, because the next, you know, I've got cats and dogs on the list. I've got fish on the list. I've got butterflies. But uh, I don't know what to do next. Panda bears. Well, that, that would have to be all bears because I'm not going to do a book on just one species i bet you could do one on panda bears have you seen all those awesome pictures of panda bears? oh i could do an entire i have found enough pictures that i could do an entire book on quokas just that (laughs) one marsupial um but um i don't know that people are gonna buy a whole book of my first book of quokas well, I think it's a test to see how many people can say it correctly. So it's right up there with quinoa. So <laughs> if you anyway. haven't seen a quokka, go look it up. Okay, we'll see you next week. All right. If you need us, email us hello at colorfulclipboard.com and make sure that you share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director 
where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.